Season 2, Episode 97, let's talk about paramotors. So we got eight people watching. Who do we have in the chat? We have Sean Nasker. What's up, Sean? Bill H., Brian Waller, me. PPG, the other Nick. That's always so cool. Never trust Skinny Chef Shane. Um, Bill H., Nick, Nick uh, Griffith. So we're rolling a bunch of people in here. We got five likes already. This is going to be a great show. We have no guests tonight, so we're going to be talking about paramotors. We're just going to have fun. So let's uh, go ahead and introduce everybody real quick that's uh, on the panel. We got Brian Haybill Waller. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going, y'all? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's almost there. Turkey time. Mm. I, I see that big smoker in the back. You said you're going to be cooking and smoking? Yes, sir. Um, it's become a tradition now. Um, I trained exactly two years ago at Aviator. And I was the Thanksgiving class, and uh, I missed my first family reunion ever. And uh, I decided I didn't want to go without turkey, so I took my fryer with me to class, ended up frying the whole school of turkeys, and uh, they keep inviting me back. It's crazy. They must like you or something. Yeah. They like the turkeys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like your turkeys. Gobble, gobble. And I think everyone knows how to get up with you, but if not, go ahead and tell us how to get up with you, bud. Well, thanks to you, I have uh, ppgbrian.com. Hey, and don't forget right. to check out clearproptv.com. Dot com. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, glad you joined us, Brian. I appreciate you. I know that you said you're only here for about an hour. It's 7 o'clock right now. We're going to probably try to get out of here at about 8 o'clock, unless it really is flowing and we got something to talk about. So anybody that's in the chat, you have something you want to talk about that's, that uh, deals with paramotors, definitely start typing in the Super Chat. We appreciate you. We also got Flying Flamingo Jade. You always find her every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. at paramotorgirl.com. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been up to, Miss Jade. Trying to stay warm, actually. Um, we've been getting... Some snow flurries and a lot of cold. Last night was our coldest. I think we were down to 11 degrees. We woke up um, on my way to school this morning. It was 14 degrees. Yesterday morning, um, the lake was completely frozen over. So we're working on our new LZ for the winter. So other than that, not much right now. I haven't flown since I took Coco up on our second flight. Been pretty windy. It's 32 mile an hour winds up here right now. Well, for all the people out there that don't know where you live, where do you live? Northern Wisconsin. Brr, up there by Canada, eh? Oh my goodness. Uh, I used to live up in Wisconsin too. If you guys didn't know, I used to live up in um, um, Appleton and all my extended family lives up there in Green Bay. So what are you doing on Wednesday real quick? Oh, we have a girls show that's called girls just want to fly and we're doing a thanksgiving special just hanging out and um, getting some past guests that were on the show um, together to see where they're all at right now and what they're thankful for awesome and if you guys don't know go over to paramotorgirl.com hit that subscribe button and that uh, bell notification thank you so much jade for jumping on the show tonight thank you we also got Will Fly over at Will Fly PPG. What you been up to, buddy? Hey, man. And yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <clears throat> I can tell you I am grateful and thankful that I found this sport. 
completely changed my life. So that out of the way. Um, I've been flying as much as uh, I possibly can and uh, jumping at any opportunity I can fly with uh, other pilots because things like in colder weather, those, those opportunities become fewer and fewer. So uh, I guess maybe because people don't want to fly in the cold or, or whatever and, and the fly-ins, but yeah, man, I've been working on my next video and I uh, hope to have it out here in a week or so. And if you guys don't know, go to Will Fly PPG, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification because his videos are amazing. Um, let's get up with uh, Mark George over at Paraswag USA so I can put him on mute. He's making lots of noise, so we're going to introduce him real quick. <laughs> then we're going to put him on mute. What you been up to, buddy? Yeah, whatever. We <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not on no, mute. <laughs> I, I, finally, I, did, I finally got the speakers turned off. I realized it a little bit too late. I'm sorry. Um, uh, nothing much, man. We're just making stuff and trying to keep help help get keep people in the air you know paramotors props all kinds of stuff i see something really cool on your background what is that it looks like a prop with lights yeah we are going to this is what we're hoping for so don't hold us to it uh we're definitely not taking anybody's money until they are produced and we can start selling them but hopefully by late february we'll we will have the lighted props on the market that is really awesome how would they get up with you where's your website so they can check it out that would be paraswagusa.com. Is that dot com? <laughs> dot com. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, make sure you guys go over to Paraswag USA and check them out. Uh, looks like JP Tula's in the background. Uh, he'll be back here in a little bit. So let's go over to PPG Shane. That's never trusted skinny chef Shane. Man, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. I'm doing good. Finally, uh, caught up enough that uh well i shouldn't say I caught up i have run out of tile and i'm waiting on a shipment to come in so i can finish my bathroom um 80 done with the walls and the shower 100 done with laying the tile on the floor um and poor jade i mean with the cold weather i feel your pain i actually had to turn my air conditioner back on today because it's so warm here in florida um, I feel for you and, um, yeah, I'm still in shorts and t-shirt going to work every day. It's, it's okay. Stop yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You have, have you been doing any flying Shane? No. Um, I flew at Swanee. Um, I haven't even had time to upload the video to that. Um, I have some really great video. I have a really great um, XC that we did, um, which was probably the most epic flight that I've ever done. Um, but I just, uh, tonight's the first night I literally got done um, in time to um, come on the show tonight and say hello to everybody and hang out. Well, glad you made it. Happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, tonight we don't have a guest, so I guess we're just going to be talking about paramotors. We also got our Paramom USA, Linda Anderson. She's our cheerleader. What's up, cheerleader? Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited tonight on the show. Hang with everybody. Uh, I'm just thankful for all of you. I am. I, I get emotional, but I, I love my para family. You guys mean the world to me. I'm very, very blessed. I, 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 my life. 
Feel the same way, absolutely. And my chatters. I love my chatters. <sighs> and I'm a loss for words, but welcome everybody to the show. Um, I have some really great news. Um, Cole Parsons will be here next Monday. So I already got in touch with him and he said, absolutely. So super excited about that. So we have an awesome guest next Monday, guys. Nice. Yeah. So he's super excited about it. And I am. So there you go. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody. You know, everybody be safe and all that good stuff. Uh, another note, there's no paragliding talk.com show on Thursday because, you know, spending time with the family. But we'll be back the following Thursday. Awesome. And as everybody knows, if you want to be on the show, just get up with uh, Linda Anderson. Just go to paramomusa.com. That forms to her Facebook page. And then just get up with her and say, hey, I want to go on uh, Clear Prop TV. And she'll hook you up. So thank you, Linda. Glad you're on the show tonight. Thank you. We also got Jim Sennard from Canada. Hey, what's up with your maple smelling money, buddy? <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm losing it all. It's amazing how quickly it goes. What 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 exactly are you losing? Money. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, lo you're losing your money. You're supposed to hold on to that tight, man. You you can't let that uh, that good smelling money go away. I know, I know. It's amazing how quickly it disappears, isn't it? It is. It's well, because you're scratching, sniffing it too much. You scratch it, 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 it just gets uh, thin and it, it goes I'm away. wearing it out. That's you are, it. you yeah, are. You betcha. So what you've been <laughs> up to, I know that's been really cold up there, but you've been flying in Canada. So what part of Canada do you fly in? Saskatchewan, uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan area. And yes, it's been a little bit chilly. Uh, three degrees Fahrenheit the other day. And, uh, but you know, I needed my fix. Absolutely. I heard, I, I saw that you went out there for what, 22 minutes. Is that what I remember? Right. Did I, did I remember that? Right. That's correct. That's correct. I had a, I had a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. I saw you had a well, okay. S since I have you here now, what is the wardrobe malfunction that you had? Because I didn't have time to ask you. Well, I'll tell you, it was not my pants falling down. I promise you. <laughs> I, my mother asked, my aunt asked, and no, it wasn't that. It was a balaclava. I, it, it wasn't underneath my jacket, and it was up over top, and it was scooping the cold air into my coat. And I'll tell you, it was cold. What, what was up there that was scooping in cold air? Well, we call it a balaclava up here. A balaclava? A balaclava, which is where a ski mask with just an opening around the eyes. Okay, that's cool. And what would you guys call that? We have them, but we pronounce some baklava, like the dessert. <laughs> well, you see, the funny thing is, is I pronounce the dessert balaclava. <laughs> <laughs> see, the things that you learn on PPG Grandpa's Promoter Podcast, clearproptv.com and paratalk.org. <laughs> I bet awesome. y'all think the toboggan up north is a sled or something, probably, huh? Uh, toboggan, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll show you yeah, what we... a sled that you go down the hill on. You betcha. 
Yeah, I but, see that all uh, the time. in Texas, it, toboggan it, it, is a beanie that goes on your head. Like yeah, in, in Alabama, this is a toboggan right here. Yes, yeah. exactly. I went to university well, in Texas, and they couldn't figure that one out. And in uh, Illinois, it's called a head stocking. Hmm. What? Head stocking. Oh, and it's not called any of those things up here. It's called a toque. Huh. Oh my goodness! The toque and how much? How much maple money does that cost? I, I don't remember. I don't buy them very often. <laughs> it costs a few a few Yankee dimes anyway. That's for sure. A few a few loonies and toonies, right? Yes. Just yeah, he uses baklavas. <laughs> I do. I do. I'll tell you, they work way better at very low temperatures. I have a question though. When you wear that, do you, uh, you do you have a visor or do you wear glasses? What do you do? The one that I have at the moment is actually it's one from Costco. It's really cool. It's uh, three in one. It's got a. I gotta show it to you because it's too cool. Just one moment. All right. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. All right. Well, I think it's cool because it's so versatile. Okay. Let's see here. It's always good to have versatile stuff. If I can ever cool figure out to get it back on. Built in. It's not a true baklava because you see it's it's got the neck warmer type idea. Right. And then it's got a hood that comes up and over. I thought that was called a ski mask. It looks like a ski mask or a robber's mask. <laughs> yeah. Or a ninja's mask. Or you ninja, imagine. there you go. Yeah, ninja. That sounds ninja. Yeah. ninja. This ninja is be, yeah, this is more of a ninja type idea. Yeah. I, I got a question. I got a lot of ninjas in Canada, man. I ain't seen too many in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> They're called Eskimos. <laughs> hey Jim. Don't take it off. Don't take it off. Put it back on. I got a question for you. Oh yeah, put it back on and let's do a screenshot real quick. It's getting warm. Because <laughs> last time you had a pencil in your ear, so you know, let's put a ski mask on. You got to have the weird stuff every time. Hey, JP, you want to do a, a screenshot real quick? All right, everybody, thumbs up. This is our screenshot for tonight. Cheeseburger or paramotor. One, two, three. Cheese. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. No, seriously, Jim. Don't take it off. The top, the, the part that goes <laughs> over your nose. Pull it down. Okay. No. Well. Okay. Whatever. The, the when I pull the every system I've had where I got to pull that thing up over my nose, which I really, really want, it's a continual struggle. It just wants to continually like slide down, slide down, slide down. So it's not tight enough. Huh? It's not I, tight enough. Yeah. Well, you must have a large, and you need a medium. This your face wasn't shaved smooth, huh? Maybe I just have a really long nose. Dude, if you got a beard or a really smooth face, it doesn't pull up like that. But if you got like a five o'clock shadow, then your your stubs will pull down on. I have the same problem. I mean, if you if you if you don't shave every day and it's not a baby smooth face, right? I was thinking um, if you had some stubble, it'd be like Velcro. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on your beard. Well, yeah. your buddy. 
your buddy Brooke uses that, Brian. He he was showing me his. In He's a lunch. pirate, man. He's got a full face yeah. beard, though. Yeah, but I don't think he has that problem with that particular style. That's what Jim's using. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just my guess. I, I know that uh, if I have a fresh shave, like wearing these masks and stuff like that, man, that you know, they don't stay right. So um, I know people with beards, um, I think it has less friction. Yeah. Oh, no. John Wayne's got to go. He donated 10 bucks in the super chat said gotta go guys see y'all later well glad you joined us john wayne and thank you bud yeah appreciate donation it's awesome how about communication when you're wearing stuff like that it's muffled for me i haven't had a problem my wife called me the other day while i was up in the air and she was talking to me for quite a while right through the baklava and uh, it, it worked great. I've never talked to anybody on the radio, though, you know, the, the two-way yeah. two radio, so I have no idea how that actually works. I, I, was, I was listening to one of my videos, uh, watching it with my parents afterwards uh, recently, and I was wearing that around my face. And I noticed when I was transmitting on the aviation radio, for some reason, the audio was just terrible compared to when I wasn't wearing it. Um, if I was just talking and I wasn't transmitting on the radio, the audio on the GoPro was okay. So I'm not sure what was going on there. Hmm. Every well, little layer. Is that, it, it could be that she was just understanding me and it may not have been all that clear, right? I blame all my problems on my GoPro. So we'll see. I need to start talking through a GoPro. Maybe my communication problems won't get as bad. I'm going to get a new camera. I'm tired of my GoPro. Absolutely disgusting. Which one do you have? I have the GoPro 8, the Hero 8. And Man, I had two fives, never had a problem with them, hardly ever lost a single video. Yeah. And I went to the nine, and it's hit or miss. I mean, I reformat cards all the time. Yeah. What's up? Me and Will are sitting around the fire. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other day I, I went, I had some uh, really good footage. I was real proud of it, and I landed, and it's it just, it the battery didn't die. It stayed on, but it just stopped. It stopped recording. So, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm over that. So yeah. Maybe and when I, you, know, you know when you land and you hit the stop record button, it goes beep, and then it yeah. pauses for a minute, and it goes beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Now I've literally crossed my fingers like, please go beep, 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 because it's either going to beep, beep, beep at the right time and, and say the video or yeah. or it's not going to beep, beep, beep. And the only way I can stop the recording is to actually open the camera and pull the battery out. Yeah. And uh, you, you lose you lose the video. Yeah. So, uh, I've been in a lot of flights with the words. You've got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's my like, <laughs> I hear you, Brian. Well, um, well, what kind of GoPros do you have, and why did the battery die? You think? Who? Will? Oh, my battery didn't die. I mean, I actually I solved that problem by hooking it into a, you know, an external battery, and I took care of that. But it's oh, okay. just not a reliable source for recording. Gotcha. Um, 
I'm, I'm thinking about maybe a DJI or um, what's the other one? Dang. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, the, uh, the one that has Garmin. components. <clears throat> where you can like change out the components depending on what you're doing, whether you want to do 360 or 4K. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, yeah, I'm going to switch. Hmm. But would you stay? I've been watching Sean. The, the video has been changing. That we've been having a good time here. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. Now the uh, the GoPros hmm. can be frustrating at times for sure. Uh, I think about getting a 360 camera personally. I don't. I don't know. I oh, do I like the 360 cameras. Do you use the 360? I, I love the uh, the GoPro 360. I have the Insta 360 One X, and uh, that seems to work pretty well. Um, it, it's, it's lighter, um, but it seems like it only, you only get like 20 minutes worth of, um, runtime on a battery. So, uh, the, 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 um, GoPro max 360 that has like a very long life. I mean, I can run a, an hour with it or, or more. And plus I can replace the battery really easy when I'm flying too. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear in the chat if anyone's had experience with uh, other cameras and yeah. particular how reliable they are. Well, Nick Griffith mentions the Insta360. Eric's talking about Polaroid. Polaroid? <laughs> Griffith's talking about the cube. I, I think he's trying to be funny. That's, that's good. Polaroid. I remember those. Polaroids are always good. I can see Eric up in the air flat popping Polaroid pictures out of his camera. <laughs> Dude, shaking a little bit. It's like, is, is it good? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to. He just holds it off the trike. Ah, there you go. That sounds good. Um, well, since it is getting to be wintertime, um, maybe we should talk about... Wait a minute. Will, are you upside down? I, was, I thought Walter was in the... He's hanging out. He's just hanging out. Will, no, Will's upside down. You did something on your end, and it just turned me upside down. <laughs> no, that's not us. That was you. <laughs> we know that you're messing around. I guess we can talk about cold weather gear because I went up, and the coldest that it got when I was flying got down to 61 degrees. Flying Flamingo Jade and uh, Jim. <clears throat> yep, 61. It got down that cold, and I had to wear gloves. So, <laughs> you wimp, man. Sixty-one. That's shorts weather. Yeah, I had to had to wear gloves and, and a windbreaker. It was it was awful. So, Jim, tell us about what you wear other than your block baklava. Uh, what do you have to wear to stay warm in three degree weather? And uh, anybody else that flies in the chat, let's know what you guys wear to stay warm when you're flying. Jim. Well, last uh, I guess it was Saturday or Sunday. I used. A wool undershirt. Oh, here's something I learned. You know, the, have you ever seen those little holes on shirts so you can keep your sleeves down? Oh, those are awesome. Mm -hmm. I thought so too. So I put it over my thumb and then I put another one up and over my thumb. And I was, and then I put a, a wool sweater over and then I put a coat on. And I was up there for a good amount, about 20 minutes into it. Then all of a sudden, my thumbs fell asleep. What? Just weird. my thumbs. 
And I realized it was because of those loops going around, cutting the circulation off. And yeah, they fell asleep, pins and needles. So that's really the wardrobe malfunction that made me come down. Wow, interesting. Um, I'm looking through the chat real quick. And it looks like uh, Nick's has the Insta360 and Eric said Polaroid funny. Uh, he also said uh, cube. Nick Griffith said cube. The 360 takes forever to render and takes a lot of gigabytes. Uh, GoPro Max for me says JP Tulo. Hero 5 for Cold Flies PPG. The Insta film is the new thing now. Nick Griffith laughing. Ha ha ha. Bill H. The GoPro is so good. I can't upload the video. It needs a new computer and cell phone. Um, Sean Nasker said, been using the Drift Ghost XL. Now, is that a, is that a camera? Never I never heard of a Drift Ghost XL. I don't know. I'll have to check that up. Check, check that out. Figure out what that's going on. Um, now we're talking about heated gloves and stuff. So JP Tool says heated gloves, uh, heated jacket, thick socks and baklava. That sounds good. Um, Let's see, cold flies PPG, PPG, gerbing heated jacket, flight suit, heated gloves. Nice. Uh, so heated stuff, battery operated. Who has that stuff and how's that work for you guys? Anybody on the panel have heated stuff? I use, um, I use a heated vest and heated gloves is all I use. But we're down here in the south too. Yeah, I use the heated gloves with the batteries. Well, you know about my stint with my heated undergarments. <laughs> that's where I had to land out in the field that day when we went flying. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Because um, yeah. I forgot to turn it on. And that's the reason why you landed. And I was buzzing around you for 30 minutes waiting for you to get back up in the air. Yep. The you field looked good from the, the field looked good from the air, but it had just it had just been cut. But when I landed in it. Uh, it was six inch stubble all over the field and my lines kept getting caught. So yeah, it was tough. Six inch stubble like JP Tulo and my beard, right? Correct. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you need to come back over here so we can fly over to Petty Jean like we were going to do in the first place. But yeah, um, I wear uh, heated gloves. That's the only thing I use that's heated or electric. Anybody else have any heated or electric stuff um, on the panel that they want to talk about? No. I have a pair of heated gloves, but I was wondering, has anybody else or has anybody thought they've been electrocuted by them? What? No, not. I haven't heard about that. Anybody you heard a curse here on PPG Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have the same ones you do. We have not had that problem. So do tell. Yeah, what what happened? Why did you feel like you got electrocuted? I mean, it's battery operated. I, I don't think that you can feel voltage or amps and electric. I don't know. I just I was flying, and all of a sudden, I felt this really tight pinch, like jolt type feeling in my hand, and I wonder. Interesting. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but DC current from batteries. We shouldn't be able to feel, right? Let me break that down for you. I got a background as an electrician. Yeah, please. Um, so AC power, dangerous, will shock you pretty much 
uh, low voltage enough you, you can mess around with it, but the thermostats are low voltage AC 24. But um, DC voltage, direct current, you have to have about 48 volts DC or higher before it can shock you. Um, that's why some of these new electric vehicles are getting really high voltages. They are dangerous. Um, now, an exception to that would be like a nine volt DC battery. You can take it, stick it to your tongue where you have a high um, conductivity on your tongue because of the saliva. So you can actually the feel the tingle and tell how charged that battery is. Yeah, but I you can take once. I don't finger, do that no more. You take both fingers, lick them, and touch a 12 volt car battery, and you won't feel a thing. Um, so if you, lick it, if you lick it, yeah. So, so you know, <laughs> you know electricity is dangerous. Um, if it's DC, it has to be a pretty high voltage before it's dangerous to shock you. Um, your gloves are not going to be the high voltage. So, so Brian, I have a question. Yep. So I have a, I have a question, Brian. Why do you feel the nine volt battery? Because it's so close together. I believe that's part of it, but yeah, it has to do with uh, kind of a coefficient of conduction of electricity, the ability to conduct the electricity, um, and the saliva across your tongue is conductive. So I thought we have lots of. If- I thought we had lots of nerves in our tongue. I guess if you lick your lips. And then put it on your lips, you should probably feel it too, because you got a lot of nerves, nerve endings on your lips too, right? So let's think about this. If you have that many coatings of weatherproof gear over you, couldn't your hand possibly perspirate? Yeah, but like Brian said, there's not enough voltage or definitely not enough amperage. Oh, Jim's going uh, to. Do- I see where he's going because he. I'm saying a nine volt battery you can feel on your tongue. Why can't right, you feel some, a twelve volt battery on your skin? My my uh, jacket, Look, like for, for example, my 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 jacket, for example, takes a one of those USB battery backups, and it's two point one amps. So, do you think that if you cross negative and positive with moisture, that it couldn't be possible? Uh, it's capable of putting out 2.1 amps, as you're saying, right? It's probably Correct. 5 volts DC. Okay. Um, I mean, if, if you have a, a conductive surface, obviously you're going to be able to feel it. Jim is doing a little scientific experiment in the background where he's putting a 9-volt battery to his tongue. He's licking his hand. He's Could you feel it on your hand no, at all? No? no? Okay. I, my only point that I want to get out about the DC is, is is safe. That's why we use the DC for different things. Um, it's a lot safer, and you typically have to get a pretty high voltage before it becomes dangerous. So, and it's not the volts, it's the amps that kill, right? Yeah, one milliamp through the heart will can potentially kill you. Interesting. We did a little one milliamp to the heart, and how much was y'all messing with on lines? The highest. I've messed with four eighty volt three phase um, before. We're we're talking AC power now. Okay. We did a little experiment with heated gloves. I've got the big thick ones that I very rarely will wear. But um, the thin liners, I think Jim uses those. Um, I think Eric and Jade do too, don't they? Anyways, but using the liners, uh, putting a rubber glove on first and then the liners over, that's the first thing, the first way he tried it, this guy I'm talking about. And of course it made his hands sweat. 
But then he tried it with the liners on and then a rubber glove over that. You're know, trying to keep all the dexterity we can in our hands. Um, and he said, yeah, his hands still sweat, but it wasn't as bad. I don't know if anyone's tried that or not. I use the liners is what I use. And I, I, I don't typically use anything over them. I like the ones that we got. And the ones but again, that I have. we're not up north. We're not up north. If we were up north, we'd probably need something that would help shear the wind a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest issue that I have. Um, I have heated gloves, and they get hot. I mean, if I'm just like right here and I put them on, they get to the point that you know I feel like they're going to be, you know, burning my hands off. But when I'm flying, um, this part right here, the the windward side of me flying, the the pinkies, they get really cold really quick and feels like it's not even on. Um, I have to like, you know, stow the brakes and, you know, keep them down here and then they warm back up and then I can, you know, grab onto the, the things again. I would like to get some sort of liner, but my hands are so big, it's hard to find liners that will be big enough to go on my extra large gloves. So if anybody knows of any big liners, that would, yeah, I go under it. Sean, you want, yeah. you want me to fix that for you? I can fix that problem for you right now. With All right. One simple solution. Okay. Latex gloves. Put a set of latex gloves over your gloves. The wind will not get through your gloves, and your fingers won't get cold. That's Try the thing. It, I guarantee. That's the thing, though. My my gloves are so big, I can't get uh, the, the largest I can He's find. Talking is, about latex. He's talking about latex, John. That's what I'm talking about. I got the latex gloves, but they don't go over. They rip. I've tried that before. Get rid of your big gloves and just use the liners and the latex. I tried that before. I froze my hand off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was worse. That was that was bloody at, cold. At sixty-one degrees, you fro- froze your hand off. No, no, it was like thirty <laughs> something degrees. It was cold. Oh wait, I, I thought you only threw it sixty. Okay. No, it's no, at sixty, I'm fine. I mean, sixty, I can have my gloves off. You know, they they're not turned on, but just gloves on. Um, I, I can fly fine. Um, when it gets down into the 50s, it's nice to be able to turn them on and fly. 40s, I might be able to go fly for about 20 minutes, you know, with the heated gloves on, and I'm fine. Um, but in the 30s, I'm not going to fly in the 30s. I, I tried that last year, and it's just too cold. Well, I remember spending a lot of time talking about cold weather gear, one of the last shows I was on with you. And, and I, I like to pivot just a little bit to, to, to talk about um, – Thanksgiving and uh, what, what I'm thankful for. And uh, I'm thankful for everybody that's here on this panel um, that's been here, people that have come and gone over the last year being on the panel with me. And uh, man, training down at Aviator two years ago, my two year anniversary is coming up at Thanksgiving. And uh, it's just incredible to be part of this community. Um, I broke my leg. Doing my very first hay bale slalom. Y'all all saw the video. That's how you met me. And uh, that's how I met y'all and become part of this big family. Man, it's been incredible. It's been a hell of an adventure. Um, tomorrow, I'll go back down there where it all began, the aviator, and we'll fry some turkeys. And um, four out of the eight people that were in my class will be there hanging out. Um, so it's kind of like a mini family reunion that we're going to have. Um, I'm thankful for all of that. I'm thankful for my biological family that year. Um, man, I've got so much to be thankful for. And uh, 
uh, I, I would just like to hear, you know, what, what are y'all going to do for Thanksgiving? You know, uh, I, I know you all have your own stories. Um, they're all incredible. I've heard most of them. And, uh, you know, what, what, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? I'll throw that at you, Sean, our oh, fearless hey. leader. Um, I am definitely thankful to have met everyone here and uh, been able to do the show every, almost every single Monday uh, for the last two years. That's been absolutely amazing. Meeting so many people. Um, this is episode 97, which means that we probably had, you know, pretty close to 90 guests. There's just been a couple of times that we haven't had guests. So I met a lot of people here, went to the Flyings, met a lot of people. I'm very grateful for, well, my my mom, my mom and dad live uh, only an hour away, which is really nice. So I get to to see my parents. Uh, they're coming down on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to see extended family. We're going to all get together and do Turkey Day. Uh, I'm, I'm just, to me, I feel blessed. You know, um, uh, there's nothing more that I want than what I have right now in my life. And um, I love you guys. Here, here, bro. That's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, when I, when I say my biological family, I mean my parents for sure. Right. <laughs> uh, much love. I, I wouldn't be into sport doing what I'm doing without their support, their, their love for sure. But uh, I do want to say one more thing, too. Uh, I'm thankful um, for Tucker Gott because I saw his video flying to McDonald's, and that's the reason why I'm here right now. So thank you, Mr. Tucker. Um, Anybody else want to call him out? Call him out, Sean. Call the next guy. Not me though, because I'm busy. Oh, <laughs> well, who wants who wants to who wants to say something next? I'm grateful that Tucker shaved off that freaking. <laughs> ah, did he? I didn't know. I had to keep it up. The womb broom. <laughs> the womb broom. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> His 80s porno stash. What are you thankful for, Will? Uh, you know, I pretty much already said it, but the neat thing is, you know, I'm, I am grateful for this sport. But by that, I really do mean that I'm grateful for the people that I've met, you know. And the people part of this sport has outweighed the actual excitement of the sport. If, as far as, you know, the benefit I was expecting to get, not you, JP, we're talking, you know, the adults are talking now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just, uh, it's been a real blessing and uh, I, I'm just grateful for it. So I'll be spending the, the time with my, uh, my family and you know, eating turkey just like everyone else. But the other thing is a benefit of this sport is that, man, Every time I fly, I kind of get that feeling of gratitude. You know, it's like this is so beautiful. I mean, the the each sunset you see, like one is it's nicer than the, than the one you saw before, and it's just uh, it's just all is, is what it is. So, yeah, man, I love you guys too. Not you, JP. <laughs> <laughs> I guess TikTok tools turn. Go ahead and man. Yesterday, yesterday we were. Uh, I have like my my you know core group of flying buddies that are all local here, 
in central Ohio, you know, the birthplace of aviation. And uh, we, we, we were, uh, it was, we were just, uh, one guy started it and saying, hey, I'm going to throw this picture out there to remind us of better times. And it was just, you know, a beautiful warm day, an awesome sunset. And we each went through and uh, we all posted, you know, a picture or two of, dang it, Brian. <laughs> Freaking hay bale. Oh, um, wait, wait. Oh man, did I hear something about the birthplace of aviation? I, I couldn't help, man. I was just—I I had to go pour myself a drink. And... Uh huh. That, that's what you stepped off screen for. All right. See how it is. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, man, great, great flying, great flying weather, great people. You know, reflex lighters. You know, the technology has. Uh, I'm thankful for the technology. It's. You know, we couldn't have done this 20 years ago and been as safe as we are. So, um, it's, I'm, I'm thankful for the popularization of it, it because that has fueled the market, you know, and it's just, uh, it's, it's better for everybody. So, um, I think, uh, the pilots win in the long run when, uh, it gets more popular. So the prices go down, the safety goes up. Good stuff. Love you guys. Even the ones that aren't from Ohio. And I appreciate I appreciate North Carolina. Oh no. Hey JP, you got you gotta get us a shirt that says birthplace of aviation. We can support you, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just put the right stake in there. (laughs) But much love, brother. It's all fun and gays, man. It's just a joke. (laughs) No, we're good. So, so Ohio's the birthplace of aviation, and how many people knew that in the in the super chat? If you knew it, say something. Or if you think that North Carolina is, you know, first in flight, maybe maybe you knew that. I'm sorry. We we love you, JP. I will say that if you get a chance to visit Dayton, Ohio, you ought to check out the Wright Brothers National Museum. It really is. Uh, it's just fascinating the whole thing it's not just about that you know the one plane there it's like a whole freaking conglomerate of uh history yeah will flies the lucky dog first he flies kitty hawk and then he goes to dayton ohio and visits the birthplace museum as well man you you lost lost all my gopro footage for from kitty hawk because of that dang gopro (laughs) back to the gopro that's what that's what i'm saying oh man yeah, but that's 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 pretty cool. When I saw your video that you get a tour of that as well, I was like, heck yeah, I know where I need to go next. Yeah, you won't you won't regret it. Give yourself a, like at least a half a day though. And and a good GoPro. Yeah, and a good reliable GoPro. Right. Use your cell phone next time. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? No pressure. You don't have to if you don't want to. Who went last? Ooh. Aren't they supposed to call on someone? JP. Yeah, JP did. JP on <laughs> um, the chain go yet? No, oh, that's a hard pass on my end. Moving Fair on. Enough. Jade? Uh-oh. All right, I'll go. All right. I guess I am thankful for first Eric pushing me to do this sport with him. But thankful, but I guess, but still think I think that I would be completely happy with sitting on the ground, taking pictures of him and doing like what Krista does is 
hanging out with all of you guys at the paramotor um, fly-ins and stuff. But um, I know at that point also, I am very thankful to be able to see um, the world from a different perspective because I know a, a camera does not do um, it justice for what we are seeing while we're in the sky. Um, let's see, what else? I guess my main thankfulness that I have is for being able to meet every one of you guys um, that are on the screen and also in the chat and hoping to meet more of you um, as um, the years go on and with all of the fly-ins that we hope we can still continue to do. And let's see, and others that are maybe listening later on to the show. Um, I'm also thankful for Shane and my husband for giving me the courage to start Girls Just Want to Fly um, because I was scared to death to do that. Um, and I guess with every one of the gals that I've met so far, um, the after show is probably my favorite where I can relax more and um, get those gals to uh, uh, kind of relax with all of us and um, just meet them and become friends with them. And hopefully one day be able to meet them also. And it's just cool that Eric and I are gaining such a big family. Absolutely. Yeah, this, this is a, a great big family. And um, uh, I don't know if you guys know or not, but Shane and I went and did an SIV clinic uh, together. And I'm very grateful for him. He put me up in his camper and let me uh, hang in his camper when we did the SIV clinic. So I definitely appreciate you, buddy, for that. And uh, he also let me stay in your in your uh, place a couple of other times and you are always cooking for us whenever we go out to fly in. So, you know, uh, we definitely appreciate you, buddy. Definitely. Um, anybody else? What's that? I said, you're welcome anytime. I appreciate you, bud. Well, I did post the ID and passcode to Zoom. So if anybody wants to join us and uh, chat with us for a little bit, we're only going to be on here for about 15 more minutes. because so I think that, you know, we need to spend time with our families and and get out of here at a decent time. Um, anybody else want to say anything about being thankful or we want to talk more about paramotors and how to keep your butt warm? Linda? Can, can... Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I just want to, I'm wearing Jade. <laughs> I'm thankful for you, Jade. Well, thank you, Linda. I'm thankful you, uh, for you also. You inspire me. And um, I just, the last few years, you know, I this, the shows, you know, the shows I watch and then Robert's show. And then I, I'm so blessed that I, I'm a part of this show every Monday. And, uh, you know, I don't fly, but I tell you, I've learned so much about the sport in the last couple of years. And um, I never realized, like the guests that I've had on here, how much of an impact that I had on them and how I've, I've kind of changed their life where they, you know, came into the sport 
got in the show kind of apprehensive, not sure, you know, what to say or anything. Once they got on and we all just kind of hung out and everything, then people started like actually, you know, reaching out to them. And then they find different fly-ins and pretty soon they've got their, their pair family. And you just, you just never know what impact the show has on, on people. So I'm, I'm just very blessed and I'm blessed to be here. And now I have my family nearby and uh, I, I couldn't ask for more. You know, I've got my health and yeah. And I've got all you guys and girls and everything and the people in the chat. It, it really means a lot to me. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm totally blessed every day. So I want to thank you all. I think you're the only person that I know that doesn't fly that impicts more people, more paramotor people and paragliding people. And you don't even fly yet. So I can't wait for you to be able to fly. Oh, I hope so. We'll see how that rolls out. But yes, that would be awesome. That would be, that would be awesome. But yes, I, like I said, I, I, I love finding people for the show and, you know, just reaching out to them and it, it's fun. I, it's just fun for me. So I thank you all. Hey, hey, uh, Sean. Yes, sir. Can, can I tell you um, a couple uh, two little short stories and then what happened to my wife on Wednesday night, which had me absolutely in stitches and had my wife petrified. <laughs> absolutely yeah okay so my wife has a tendency to put her foot in her mouth at the most god awful time and <clears throat> story number one my son brings home a girlfriend we've met her a couple times and fourth or fifth time my wife asked her hey do you um Jeff are you from you have an accent where are you from and she's like, no, I have a speech impediment. My wife beat my son senseless as at, in a joking, jokingly way because she was so embarrassed that she called this uh, girl out on her speech impediment thinking she had an accent. Then uh, not here, here not too long ago, um, we went out to dinner and my wife was drinking um, some Long Island iced teas. And we met a very nice bartender. And in the midst of this uh, going out thing, they switched bartenders. And the bartender that showed up, my wife kept looking at her. And we both looked at each other and said, is she pregnant? And, of course, you don't ever ask a woman if, if she's pregnant. <laughs> well, my wife, who's three sheets to the wind, goes, when are you due? And the girl goes, I'm not pregnant. Listen, I died. I, my wife was trying to explain herself. I'm like, just shut up. Just stop talking. So Wednesday nights, Jade had a special guest on my wife who did not prepare or do not watch anything. Uh, Will, can you screenshot this or uh, share screen? This is what my wife asked the guest, which is okay with that um, because I didn't know if she really wanted to talk about it. Who? The guest? Yes. Okay. It is my, it's just an example. Krista is mortified, but it's super funny. I was sitting over there dying. I almost peed my pants, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, are you ready? 
Yes. There's uh, oh shit. Is what um made you pick a a trike as opposed to watching? Uh, I'm sorry. Shane. When did you do? That? Sorry, man. There we go. Hold on, Krista. You, you got anything? Optimize. I did. Okay. Yeah. So um, your husband foot launches. What um made you pick a trike as opposed to foot launching? Because I'm a paraplegic and I don't have the use of my legs. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much. <laughs> I thought you, I thought Jackie handled that perfectly, you know? No, no, nothing on the guest. This has nothing to do with a guest, just my wife putting her foot in her mouth every <laughs> single time. Uh, you know, you know, when I heard that question come out, I thought that is that is that's a great question. And the way she answered it, I thought that was beautiful. I had absolutely no idea. I thought that Jade had actually asked that question to be asked. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was a question from uh, the chat, is what I was assuming. No, uh, all I know is when she asked it and got the answer, she looked at me, her face instantly turned red. And she was like, I want to die. She reached up, hit mute. <laughs> Like, I want to die. I want to die. And I'm telling you, I sat over here and I was in tears. I was just like, she's like, I, I, I was just asking questions like I always do. And I'm like, you managed to find the perfect opportunity to put your foot in the mouth every single time. Yeah. Uh, that, it wouldn't that, be unheard of either. either. Uh, yeah. That was probably the most beautiful question of the whole show. I just loved how it flowed so perfectly. Now, I will tell you, I will tell you at the very end when we went to the after party, when she, when she said she was a trike flyer, it never dawned on me. Even as a trike flyer, you still have to steer with your, with your feet. And if she has absolutely no feeling, and by no means am I making fun of, of this girl at all, it never dawned on me that you still need to control the trike with your feet. And then I was like, how does that even happen? And apparently there's a spring that's on the tire or whatever, which I thought was ingenious. I just never thought about it. I was just like, oh, she's a trike flyer. But you still have to control the trike with your feet. Right. But with the spring assist, with the spring assist, assist, Jesus, the spring, help me out, assist. Um it, it helps her control the trike. I never, it never dawned on me. I never have been in that situation or seen anybody um, in that, in that situation. I just thought it was amazing. Afterwards, like when I went back and watched the show the second time, I was just dumbfounded with the stuff that I didn't catch um, and how awesome my wife woke up the next morning. She's like, other than feeling completely foolish, like the woman is truly an inspiring uh, pilot that makes everybody else just go, how does she even do that? Yeah, that would, been a great, that would have been a great follow-up question. Okay, you're paraplegic. How do you steer your, your trike? Well, I think that's, I think that question was asked and that's how we figured out the whole spring thing, but it never, it literally never dawned on me that you steer with, I've never even sat in a trike, so I have no clue other than what I've seen and knowing that you steer with your with your feet, but it didn't dawn on me. 
You know what I mean? Like it just, right. I don't know how many. So my wife's uh, ex boss, her husband is blind and we were at a wedding one time and he's like, Hey, where's everybody at? And I literally pointed like they're over there, not even realizing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't dawn on you the, the right. simple things that we take for granted that people that yeah. um, have their disabilities it, I literally sat over here and just was like, holy crap, the things that she has to go through just to get in the air is amazing. It was actually, I, I love the show. I Like I said, I've watched, I was there for it live and I went back and watched the second time, just caught things that I didn't realize the, during the first time. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, Mark H. PPG trike jockey said some trikes have an articulated front wheel, wheel slightly angled backwards that will automatically turn in the direction the wing wants to go. And this is also something, too. Um, we also have a friend, uh, DP, that uh, only has one leg. If he decided that he wanted to do a trike, would he be able to do that with one leg or would he have to do something that um, would be like an articulated or a, a spring uh, front wheel, even though he has. Oh, one he'd leg. absolutely be able to do it with one leg because he could use his one good leg to push and pull on a one peg. Yeah, uh, he could be on, tied on, to the pedal, couldn't it? Yeah. Or to the. On, uh, on my, yeah. My retractor trike uh, versus having an axle that freely turns um, left and right, it's basically two rubber bushings that want to keep the wheel at the front dead center position. So you have to apply pressure to either side. And as soon as you let pressure off, the wheel comes to a straight position. I, I mean, I use it a little bit on the ground without thinking about it, but you know, uh, not really during taxiing and flight. Um, only while turning from the taxiway to the runway, really. You know, who told me that there was a pilot, a blind pilot, a blind paramotor pilot that flies? Yep, I met him this weekend. Oh, okay. That was Amy. Okay. That was Amy. Yeah. So tell us about this guy because that's so sounds, I, I didn't get to spend that much time with him. He had a pair of glasses on that looked just like regular glasses, but on the glasses, there was this little black box and he would flip it up and down. I mean, he can see a tiny bit, like I guess shapes and stuff, but he trained with Lone Star Paramotor, Ron Turan down in San Antonio. And he was out there with those guys out in Galveston. I went down to Galveston this weekend. And um, evidently, somehow that, I don't know how it works. I didn't get a lot of a lot of information on it. Cause like I said, I didn't get to, to fly with him that much. They was training. But he definitely can do it. And But he's considered legally blind. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, where there's a will, there's a way. This one only shot. Hey guys, I'm gonna bail. Um, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving, man. Uh, love you guys. Fly safe, and uh, you know, hope you get some good airtime in. We'll see you next week. Absolutely. Thank you, Brian. Be safe on your trip. All right, appreciate y'all. Peace out. You always find Brian over at ppgbrian.com. Cool. Cool. Peace. Me too. Later, bud. I'm gonna follow him out as well, guys. All right, Great JP. Show, always. Out. Catch you later. Always find JP at PPGJP or JPTulo.com. Give me up. Still, still okay. love you, JP. Still love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> North Carolina. Not for me. Later, bud. Thanks, guys.
Somebody's <laughs> watching something in the background. I think that's uh, Pear Swag watching something in the background. Amy, sorry. <laughs> hey, but hey, you guys, I wanted to tell you real quick before I get off here because I got to do some work before I go to bed. Um, you know, of course, I'm thankful for my wife, and I, I'm definitely thankful for watching you guys and meeting all of you guys and being able to actually meet you on here and then get to come and meet you and fly with you guys in person. That was awesome at Moonshiners and Bad Apples. I, it, I had some unforgettable experiences, trust me. Um, you know, I have to thank Sean and Shane as well because we went down there. He invited us down to Florida. We stayed in his camper. The weather weather was kind of iffy and on the flying, but we did get to fly one good time. Um, I got a flying experience in Florida that I will. It was awesome. I don't ever want to do it again because it was scary at the same time. But um, and he knows what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, we're thankful for that. You know. Galveston, I got to do some really amazing flying. I've got to fly more this weekend than at one time than I have in a long time, at least a year or two. And when I was up there, I was thanking God of being able to have this ability to be able to even do this. You know, um, I think it's as close to free flying without some kind of contraption uh, that we can get. Uh, you know what I mean? But um, and then, of course, I'm thankful for Paraswag and a lot of you guys, you know, Will just got a prop hub from us not too long ago. A lot of you guys have bought a lot of stuff from us. And, you know, I haven't heard too many complaints. Uh, everybody's been pretty happy. <laughs> but I'm thankful for that as well, because it's gotten me to know a lot of different people in this sport and, and helped me with my experience. And, you know, again, I'm just thankful for all of it, every bit of it. And thank you for coming over and helping me with my paramotor. And we went out flying. Uh, you came over here a couple of times. Uh, it's been really awesome. So I appreciate you coming over here and helping me uh, at times that I needed your help. So thank you very much. Yeah, and I can't, I can't forget about Amy, you know, being able to, you know, Amy was is scared of heights. And we went to Galveston couple of years ago and she did a tandem flight and she was hooked immediately she she loved it and you know it's been a long time coming but she's got a few flights under her belt and she's got a lot more to come but a lot of people don't have that advantage to where their wife wants to fly and it's actually pretty awesome that is awesome and i appreciate you amy you're awesome that's right we love you amy she don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's coming over here. She got her a new hairdo today. I saw that on Facebook. Here, she's coming. She's going to take over. What's up, Amy? I like your hair. Oh, he's over here. here. Let me, there I'm going to plug, I'm going to take these off so she can hear you guys. Hold on just a second. And you can take off that, uh, That back, that screen too, so we can see her hair. Since, you, since she got some, <laughs> since she got her new so hair did. Hey. Well, let's, let's, this let's is see. my painting shirt. But let's see your hair real quick. It's the back. It's on Facebook. The back of it is, but here's the front. Uh, it's pretty. Oh. 
Got some copper put in for the fall. Oh. Uh, and I'm painting. I'm finished painting a cabinet so I can get everything off my table and put it back in the cabinet for Thanksgiving. So wait for the last coat to dry so I can finish up. Can I have a lot of people over? No, my mom is sheltering in place again this year for Thanksgiving because she wants to spend Christmas with this for the first time in two years since this COVID thing started. She has lupus. So I think, let's see, me, Mark, and all the kids, and then Griffin's fiance. So there'll be eight of us. Uh, is Brianna coming over? Okay. Yeah, so I, I guess it's a good number for just immediate family without my sure. mom. Oh, look, I made a little auditorium, like a panel or auditorium. <laughs> no, it's, I'm back in college. Sean's a teacher. We're all students. I know y'all can <laughs> touch hands. Right, right here. Everybody reach out and touch, hold hands. <laughs> like at the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> hey, we did that. <laughs> Did y'all? I was holding Reed John. Oh, I thought you meant on here. No, right? no. for real. Yeah. Did they like the sweet potato casserole I made? Yes, it was almost gone. Good. Oh, yeah, I made sweet potato casserole for him to take to work today. They had their Thanksgiving lunch at work. So, how are y'all being? Good. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Just happy to see oh. you, your beautiful face. Thank you. you too. I know it's been yeah. such a long time since you've been on here chatting with us. Yeah. Well, it's Thanksgiving break, so I don't have any work. You've been tutoring. And I'm not work. tutoring four days a week anymore during the break. Okay. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I tutor immediately after I get home from work. So we oh. don't eat dinner until about 7, 7.30 most nights now because I come home. I go to work, come home. Drop him off, go straight to tutoring, come home, and start cooking supper. And then I get to sit down about 8, 30, 9 o'clock for the first time all day. You know, you should have put this this screen thing on here like this and then done the thumbnail when y'all did it earlier. We can still do a thumbnail real quick. Is yeah, this haunted house? Brian and... This is so weird. What is this, a haunted house Yeah, portrait? just make your... <laughs> yeah, there's a skull down there. That's not Thanksgiving. It's Halloween. Oh, by the way, we have Halloween stuff in our front yard still, too. Because <laughs> I was at the beach flying this weekend. It's my fault. Hey, Bill Jim, is... we need to get those stickers from you, dude. I just keep falling off the wagon. I'm sorry. No worries. Just let me know whenever you're ready. I, I have got about a thousand requests for a prop that has lights in it, and I'm trying to figure out how to make a thousand of them real quick. No problem. I can help you with that. <laughs> good because i need some what is this this is uh paramotor podcast uh welcome it looked kind of like brooke's house i thought it was a line for the bathroom what yeah. is this it looks, it looks I, that, like oh, this is a floor no this these are pictures we're at an art gallery now we're in a movie theater yeah because there's an aisle on the other side what program are you using this is cool it's pretty neat, isn't it? Bill H. I haven't seen this Amy. on Amy. Bill yes. H. Says, wow. What? Bill H. Uh -oh. What Amy. happened? Your phone wow. died? What happened? What happened? I don't know. I think they went away. 
I think his phone just died. Would would you say, Will? Bill H. I was telling Amy. Bill H. Said, Amy. Wow. I'm assuming he liked her hair. Oh. I guess since uh, we lost them, let's go ahead and go through the super chat real quick and say hi to everybody. See Bill H. J. P. Tulo, Mark H. P. P. G. Trike Jockey, Nick Griffith, J. P. Tulo, Bill H. Lots of chatting in here. Will Fly, Angela Preslick, Never Trust Skinny Chef Shane, Eric PPGLear.com, Mark A. George, uh, Sean Simons. Who's that guy? I, I heard of him. He sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick Griffith, uh, Brian Waller, Sean Nasker, uh, Aaron I, the PPG guy. Uh, see who else do we have in here? Oh. Man, there's just lots of nice. adding in here, and oh, really appreciate. On there tonight. Really appreciate oh, everyone gosh. adding yeah. in here. Tony Marzano, he's got one of those uh, blue wrenches, so you better be careful. If you say something bad, he's gonna put you in timeout. Yeah. Uh, Luis Milstead is in the house. Nick Griffith, Hi. I think I already said that. Lots of chatting, mainly Paramotors. What's up, buddy? Hey. And uh, that's all I see. So thank you guys for joining us tonight. I know that you could be doing anything that you want to, but you are here. And uh, we appreciate you joining us. Um, got Amy back connecting. I forgot that I turned on the waiting room because uh, I put the Zoom stuff out there and we know what happened that one time. So we have to put on that waiting room so weird people don't join in. Yeah. Well, you let us in, so. Yeah. Well, I know you weird people. It's all right. Is that how you guys normally end a conversation? You just kind of like hang up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark these days does not know how to keep his phone charged. Well, if you have a screen like this, Will. Yeah. It kind of eats up your battery. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. He's like showing off his awesome flip. That's a, what, what kind of phone is that? That's a that's, that's a, a phone. And I'll tell you, it is awesome, but it's very awkward. I mean, it's what is it called? Z the Z Fold Galaxy Z Fold. He got it for his blind eyes. But it's it's very awkward and it's not very durable. I've dropped it a few times and it's getting pretty nicked up and I've got a glass cover on it because the front it works as a screen as well. But um You said that you said that it got nicked up. Is that PPG the other nicked up? Nicked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway, awesome. I mean it's a cool phone, but I don't know if it's something that's you know for, for longevity, you know? Right. Well, you have to keep us in the loop and let us know how that thing lasts. See if it lasts till next year. I know how to make it last longer. How? What? He can put it in my pouch of my harness when he takes off and flies. So you don't have your own pouch? Oh, they don't know. Oh, you don't know the story? What? I'll uh, let you tell no, it. No, I'm not telling it. You're so much better at telling the story than I no, am. No. You're a great storyteller. Come tell he the is. story. Come on, tell the story, buddy. <sighs> it's very All right. embarrassing. All right, everybody kick back and relax. We're going to listen to uh, uh, Mark George tell us a story about his sack. Okay. So, real quick, and if he leaves out any of the juicy parts, <laughs> I will add them in for you. So, you know, I helped her in the air when we come and visited with you at the sod farm, right? Right. 
and we lost comms, but that was, that had nothing to, it had something to do with the tough talks that we were using. We didn't lose comms at the farm. Oh, we didn't? It was Naylor. Okay. We lost, yeah, Naylor we did. We don't know why, but we did. But everything was correct. Um, I'm, it was working before she took off, but as soon as she took off, we lost it. So we went flying again at Spring Hill, Spring Hill with Kyle. And it's my job to get the phone synced up to the tough talks and all that, right? And we tested them on the ground. Everything was working perfect. She revved up the engine. Everything's working. As soon as she takes off, she's I can hear her and I can hear her and she can hear me. And then all of a sudden, she makes a left-hand turn and we can't hear each other. And she ends up having to land herself again, right? So the phone's lost. We call it. It goes directly to voicemail. We can't find it, blah, blah, blah. We look at our harness, and our harness isn't zipped up. So I thought you took my phone up to be nice, you know. And then I I'm thinking it fell out while she's flying, and it's in the swamp, because that's where she turned over. It was at the swamp. And so we forget about it. I give her my old iPhone, because I got the new phone. I have to have a phone. Right. And we... And then she can't remember I, Apple ID password. So for two weeks, it was hell in this house because I had to wait for Apple to get back to me to give me my Apple ID so I could get things off the cloud. Because that's all of her teaching stuff and all that, right? And phone contact. All of it. You know, our life is on our phones now, right? So you know how important that is. I go to fly at Spring Hill one day and I go to put some water in my pouch of my harness and I find her phone. <laughs> so for two oh, weeks, you, Mark took the wrong and phone. She wasn't, hey, and Will, she wasn't with me. And I started not to even tell her. But I don't think I would have said a word, man. I, didn't to, I did not want to. I, did, I went back and forth. I went Sell that sucker on eBay and be done with it. <laughs> I, I, I went back and forth, but I had to be honest about it. But you know, I'm probably not going to live that down for the rest of my life. It came up. Yeah. And he goes to EFD and tells everybody the story. And he tells me before I got to EFD that this guy said, oh, that's sweet. Him taking it for his wife. He goes, no, really, it was my fault. So it was like another week after EFD, he found my phone in his harness. And he came up to me one day, he goes, here's your phone. And I was just like, I had to go through hell for two weeks because we <laughs> yeah, thought that the phone was lost. And then everybody's like, well, really, it's like your fault because you should check all your stuff. I said, no, he takes care of that. That's one thing. I so, don't hey, about. let's take a vote on that right now. So is it the pilot's responsibility to go over their aircraft and make everything, make sure it's secure and you have everything or, or what? The aircraft is fine with the phone. <laughs> You're in charge of comms. Okay. Okay, but <laughs> I don't know. He was acting as an instructor at that point, wasn't he? Yeah. I I yes, he was. Thank you. Well, I think somebody would say that, and I have to agree. That's why I still admit that it was my fault, and I take full responsibility. I hope the world sees that. Bigger <laughs> than I. That was a great story. Yeah, it was. Oh <laughs> now we all need hot cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it was just great. He came up to yeah. me and said, here's your phone. I'm like, just stared at him for a moment. Well, at, least you got, at least you got your phone back, and now you have two phones. How yeah. Cool that? yeah. That's what I told her, but yeah, that but, didn't help it. No, but the other phone didn't have service on anymore, does it? You switched no, everything to yeah, the new yeah, Your old yeah. phone. 
but the oh thing is, you gotta do is take that that sim card out and swap it back and forth you got two phones yeah I don't, I don't know what felt worse knowing that i had to go tell her or or finding it <laughs> finding it i'm sure dude when i saw it i was <laughs> oh my god i'm like i'm like i don't have a purple back and i'm like Oh my god. So so, so <laughs> I guess I guess the question is why when you called it did it not ring? And why did it go straight to voicemail? I think it went dead. Cuz mama don't like to keep her phone charged either. Oh, mama keeps her phone charged and if I'm going in the air <laughs> my phone is completely charged so I can have calms. I don't know why. I don't know. we I have no clue why it went to voicemail. So, so, so your Bluetooth, your Bluetooth was pretty awesome. If you took off and was flying before it went. Yeah, I mean, yes. I was up in the air and I did a left bank turn and then it was going. So yeah, pretty good. good I know if I'm on a call, it won't. My phone won't take uh, calls. If I'm on a call on my comms, the phone won't take another call. Oh, It'll send it directly. Oh, that's, that's, right. that's right. Because you know what? That you're right, Jim. Because I remember for some reason when I picked up my phone to try to call the phone, it was still on the call. That's right. That's why it went to voicemail. That's what it was. Ding 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 ding. Hey, you should you should have you should have tried to call later on or call later on that day or we something. Thought, but why would we? We thought it fell out of my pouch. Because when I uh, went, I was so excited, I was getting ready to call Susan and everything. And uh, went to go get my phone in my pouch. And I was like, it's unzipped. And I was like, okay, well, Mark was nice. He took it out for me. And he was flying at that point. So I looked in the vehicle, went in the vehicle, looked in the trailer, went in the trailer. I was like, well, I'll just ask him when he lands, you know, where you put my phone. And so I went up to him when he landed. I said, uh, where'd you put my phone? I went to go get out my pouch. It's not in there. He goes, it's in there. I was like, no, the, it's unzipped. I said, and I didn't touch the zipper. I walked up to it and it's unzipped. He just looked at me, he goes, oh, I forgot to zip it. He said, I didn't take it out. He said, it must have fallen out. I'm like, great. So then I called Susan on his phone on the way home and told her, Mark lost my phone. But, you know, it was, it was just crazy. It was fun. So, but I got to land on my own. Don't let the dogs come back in. How well did you land? Uh, well, I will never wear shorts again to fly. That's the first time for me to wear shorts to fly. And the hay gave me hay rash on my uh, back part of my thigh, underneath my booty. And again, ask her what the first thing she wanted to know when she landed. <laughs> Did I break the prop? Yeah, my foot, my left heel hit the ground. And then it went floop. And so that's how I got my little hay rash on my thigh. And yeah, but I was like excited. And I went and looked real quick because I slipped and checked out my prop and everything was fine. And so what's his name that picked me up in his truck? That was one call since he was back again. It's Don's husband. I can't think of his name. So he um, came and picked me up in his truck and I'm standing in the truck there with my unit and everything. And, as I got closer to Mark, I said, nothing's broken. So that was like a good day. That's, a, that's good. Too bad you got a little rash and stuff. Um, Bill H in the chat said, Amy, wow. Nick Griffith said, my wife is making better than sex cake. 
And Bill H said he's a lucky man. So hey, there we go. Oh, Bill H said, Jim, I haven't received my calendar yet. So get up with Bill H, I guess. Uh, the Van Lander said, yo, yo. And uh, I think I saw something else that was interesting, but I don't know where it is. What does this mean? If Amy turned on her PPGP, she would have known before takeoff. Oh, PPGPS. She ain't looking at none of that. Yeah, I don't do that. Mm -mm. She ain't there yet. No, I don't even want to stow my brakes, please. But I do like what Mark H said. He says, pilot in charge is, he's just saying, they're the ones that should be checking everything. Yeah, but pilot, pilot in, in control, yeah. That's not about being KD. He's kind of like my instructor right now with me getting more flights in. So, no. Um, I bet you check from now on. I like Will's point. He's acting as an instructor. Hey, I bet she checks from now on. Oh, no, I'm not because now I have Velcro on my harness strap. I've got a little zippity do that long. Ron Warren gave me to hook on my phone. So the phone goes right here, no more in a pouch. So when I take off and then if I, you know, it's not going to ever come off. It's going to be on a little carabiner and all that good junk. So I'm hooked up. Literally. said he lost two phones in 24 hours, both times flying. So he can't talk. Now I, I, I lost two phones. I had, I tried different um, lanyards. They fell, but I was able to find it. So, so far, so good. I haven't lost any. Yeah. Nick, Nick, um, I was talking to him and he was telling me how he lost his phone while he was flying. But long story short, we ended up flying together the next day. He got a new phone. And when he land, we both landed, he shows yeah. me his tether and he lost another phone. So we oh. go off. We were out in the middle of, you know, oh. looking in the woods, looking for his phone. And oh, it was crazy. He never did find that thing. I've lost well, a phone. And what? I want to show you a quick little 10 second clip. Can I do that? Absolutely, bud. Yeah, I don't, it was. Um, how can I do that? Well, he's setting that up. I yeah, how can I, I do that without? Uh, it, does it mess up with the sound if I share the screen? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> that, that, and that. Yes. I hate them. That's why I don't. This is when I lost a phone. No, because I hate them. I them in the drawer. Amy, we can hear you. And by the way, I found my phone. Oh, wait. Dang it. Sorry, guys. That's right. We have nothing better to do. We're just I'm watching. Sorry. I'm glad I came. And by the way, I found my phone. Oh, dang it. it here. I keep missing it. <laughs> it's a little clip, but I can't find it now. Hold on. Did it? Did Could you see it fall out of the, uh, out of the pocket? That's a good time. I'm glad I came. And by the way, I found my phone. Oh, oh man, I missed it. Uh, I guess we all just keep talking and I'll figure it out. Sorry. Well, I'm glad you did too. Buddy. I gotta tell you until I, I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, it sounded like you figured it out. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet now. I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah, we're on. All right, let me try one more time. And then if that doesn't work, then go on freaking suspense. I think the next time I fly, I'll drop my phone on purpose with a little uh, tether to to see where it drops. And see yeah. what there you go. That's a good product tester. Test out different tethers yeah. and do that on purpose. Yeah. And say, this is the best one to have for when you're flying. Just don't get it caught in the prop, please. 
Yeah, or you can the, put your phone in a like bottle of water or a water bottle or whatever and throw it in the ocean. You ever thought that of that? Rubber, that rubber, rubber tester that or tether that I got from you guys. Yeah. It, uh, I dropped my phone the other day and it stayed right there. I was able to pull it right back up and use it for the rest of the flight. That's the one that you won from ClearProp TV? You betcha. Sweet. What is that? Okay, so the background of this is it was a brand spanking new iPhone 12 and I paid cash for it. It was just like, I was really, I was glad to get this phone. Anyways, I lost it. That was a good time. I'm glad I came. And by the way, I found my phone. Over there, right here. Are you kidding me? It was like right on my belt. <laughs> <laughs> I spent so much time looking for that phone. People were calling, you know, I finally got it to ring and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> I think I think he won the prize on this one. Vibrating <laughs> on my hip. Well, it's normally in the center part of my pouch. So I just assumed when I looked down, you know, I didn't have and I tried to play music. And I couldn't play any music. And then when I looked down at my pouch, oh, my God, no wonder I can't <laughs> tell. It's only about a 30-foot range on Bluetooth. <laughs> it's probably way down there somewhere. Anyways, that was my experience. That was fun. I feel so, better now that I've shared it with you all. This is made me think about the guy EFD Mark met this year. And when he was the story about me and the guy flew and lost his phone flying. So he went into town. Someone gave him a ride into town. He bought a whole new phone, and then he found the other phone that he thought he lost. Hmm. But he didn't really lose it, did he? Where Do you remember where it was? Yeah, where they put the fence up. Uh, it was over where they put the fencing. Was he helping with that or something? No. No? Somebody else was. Oh, okay. Anyways, yeah. So he has two phones. That guy does. I, uh, on one of the times to find my phone, I had to, uh, because the, uh, I guess the sound was off. Uh, it landed someplace um, in a three mile area that I couldn't figure out where it is. I had, had to drive all the way back home, grab my wife's phone, turn on, find my friends, and then use that GPS to try to find that, which of course, you know, it's not that accurate, but I finally found it and the way I found it, it was um, straight up and down like this in the mud with about that much showing. Oh, wow. So the speaker was on the top. So I made it ring and it rang through. If it would have fell like this, I know yeah. oh, it was sunk in the mud. So Wow, that's a whole new show about phones now while flying. So. Yep. And tethers. I found a new, I found a tether that uh, works great and I will never leave home without it. Good deal. But uh, you don't remember the guy's name, do you? About Galveston. So yeah, message uh, Ron and see if you can't get in touch with that guy. So you can have him The blind guy? Yeah, I don't, I don't have his information. If... That would well, be fascinating. Get it. I'll get it for you. Yeah, okay. we're I thought that is just crazy. I'll talk to Ron tomorrow and get his name and everything. And I'll try to reach out to him on Facebook and see if he wants to. I like to see the guy fly. That's just too cool to me. That would be interesting. He would probably just like to see. 
<laughs> hey, he's a very he's a very good guy, and he's kind of like David Perry. He jokes around a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Dave wasn't on here tonight, was he? Speaking about DP, where has he been? I haven't heard or seen from him in a while. We should get this guy on the show. Yeah, that's why I sent Sean a message. I said, I got a new person for you to have on the show. Yeah, he was pretty cool, man. We went out and seen a band, and Houston PPG invited us out, and we went out and seen a band. But the problem was is the table they picked was right in front of the band. I had to put napkins in my ears because it was so freaking loud. I couldn't hear anything. You should have wore your helmet with your with your earmuffs. Oh my god, you needed it. I'm telling you, it was terrible. I ended up a bunch of us went out on the deck and ate outside because it was like 73. I, I I don't. I've never been to a concert that I did not bring earplugs because you can't go. I, I can't. I I'd, I'd walk out deaf. I mean, I gotta wear earplugs going to a uh, to band. My first uh, concert was Bon Jovi back in the 80s. Yeah. First concert was Van Halen. Nine. My first part was uh, Ronnie Millsap with my daddy. <laughs> Mine was Ronnie James Dio. Really? Ronnie James Dio? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, man. I peed my pants. It. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I snuck <laughs> backstage. I got thrown out through these double doors. I couldn't walk. Holy crap, dude. You were a little trouble, wasn't you? <laughs> it was a freaking mess. Ronnie James Dio. The only thing I can remember about Ronnie James Dio is one of his freaking album covers where he's slinging a chain and there's a priest on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, this is for uh van lander um this is the chest pouch that i use and i've got on this side my radio on this side my spare battery mm -hmm. and in the middle is where i put my phone and of course sean you probably recognize nice as soon as i saw that i'm like <laughs> i know what that is because i got one just like it yep that is like the most amazing thing i i I can't imagine flying without those in my ears now. I I just can't imagine. Okay, I, please share. Oh, Will, since you got them, go ahead and show um what, what show the bows real quick. Oh, well, I sure can't take the credit though for these this fine. This was uh, something that. Yeah, but you're considered a product tester and a testimony. Well, the testimony it's a hundred percent. A success, I will tell you. Let's see here. Just the little pods here. Now, this is a hardwire system, so it plugs directly into your phone, which my phone is normally right here in the center. So I just beep, just pop it in. But um, and it's an active noise canceling from Bose. And let me tell you, it is the best noise canceling, better than any. I mean, you can't put your fingers in the ear and. Uh, I mean, that's better than putting your fingers in your ear. I mean, it, it just takes all the noise out. Yeah, what I'd, say, I'd say engine noise, I would probably say, I don't know, what do you think, Sean? 70, 75%, somewhere thereabouts. But what amazes me with these is, is I can still hear communications coming in from my headset. Huh. Right. So you would think it block all of that out, but it doesn't. And, um, and as Sean said before in other shows, you, when you're wearing these and you're listening to music, which is real important to me when I fly, you have to turn the volume down or it'll be way too freaking really? loud. So how much do those things run, Will? 250. Uh, 250. Dang. 
Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, think about it. Think That's about what it. I you said, just, but it's you, worth it. But if you think about it, you can get yourself one of those really nice bike helmets, put on earmuffs, which are 25 bucks, and then put these things underneath of it. And now you have a communication helmet that costs, you know, 250 bucks plus whatever it costs for, for your, um, well, they your, don't have a mic on them, do they? Yeah, they got a mic. Yeah. You just put some, you just put uh, some foam around it and, uh, you can talk into it or just, you know, have it laying up there or put a little boom on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. The only thing that could make these better is if they were wireless. I agree. I yeah, agree. But they're wireless, same. That would be a tough thing to do, probably with uh, you know the small size. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, I guess, figure out a way of putting it on your helmet so you could turn it on, and then then you roll up the uh, the. Um, the wires so it's just hanging down to here and then bring that microphone and put a little boom on it you you that's can make you, you can make it work that's, that's exactly what i do my helmet is permanently attached to my pouch and the wires that need to go to my helmet are run through the stretchy huh. if that makes any sense so the battery yeah. power that goes to my gopro on the top of my helmet runs down through my pouch up through my helmet and boom see how it goes uh so do you have your mic from the ear the ear pods on there too yeah or no you're not using well, the, the bows i and i'm not using the bows to make uh Sorry. you know i could use the bows to make a phone call that would be the only thing other than listening to music i would use it for but um yeah i'm i'm sold uh, on on those, and I've tried I've tried them all. Matter of fact, I even tried the uh, the new Amazon yeah. earbuds, the Amazon Alexa earbuds. They're noise noise canceling. They are awful. They do not work. I tried the uh, the Sony uh, noise canceling earbuds. Um, they're they're out so far that when you put your earmuffs on it presses in but they cancel pretty good but there's no way you, you can actually use the microphone because they're earbuds and what which other ones that i tried oh and then i tried just the regular um wired exactly. earbuds that connect to your phone and that is really good uh, matter of fact the uh, the microphone when i called in remember when i called in you couldn't even tell that i was flying it was excellent i got something to say Hey Walter. Hey Walter. Walter. <laughs> Walter's in the house. <laughs> That's funny. Walter, Walter. <laughs> Walter. Sugar. Yeah, we couldn't tell you yeah. were even you were flying. I mean, we knew because you were doing video at the same time. Or no, you weren't. Yeah, I was doing I was doing video, and that's the only way you could tell. I mean, you even said, "All right, wait a minute. Maybe he's really just showing, you know, uh, some some pre-flight stuff or some." Oh yeah. Before, and then he said, "All right, turn to the right, then turn to the left, put your hand in front of you, do two and three. Remember that? I mean, because you really could, you really didn't know. I mean, honest to God, I mean, it just seems like I was there, you were there. I mean, it was really amazing, and that was just the regular." Um, the wired ones that came with the phones. Well, they don't come with earbuds no more, do they? So back in the day when um, when uh, Apple actually gave you a charger and 
fit wherever they are. Earphones. Yeah. The good old days. Yep. That's right. But that's the closest that I've gotten to uh, perfection with listening to music. I agree. Yep. You guys use the uh, gel ear cups on your helmets like these? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, ha I have recently got some and they are amazing. Aren't they? Yes. <coughs> I'm all about ear comfort. Can you see so, these gels right here? Oh, yeah. Can you tell if those are about as thick as yours? Yeah, you got there. yeah, let me look. Let me look. How They're thick are you? Okay. Yeah, I would like to, to increase. I've tried bending the uh, the uh, bars and everything. I would like a little more. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something what I did on the Tough Talks, Will, because they wouldn't seal either. They, they suck at sealing. And everything I've done, I've done the same thing. I bent the wire. I put this little thing that makes it where you can't pop them out. It kind of holds more pressure on it. I've done everything I could and uh, nothing would work. So I had a pair of these gels, not these kind, these kind are made to just plug in and I, I can't peel them off, but I had ordered another set that peel off and their whole back is sticky. Right. Right. I stuck them over the top of the other ear, ear pads. Huh? It worked. Really? Yes, because now I got more pressure on it. Now yours may not work because you're if you pop them out, if you can pop them out, you have to. Yeah, that may push them out. So, I my these tough talks come with a little. This you you had that opened up where it has the little tab that goes over the little wire to keep pressure on it, and then once you mm -hmm. push it so far, it lets it pop open. Well, the tough talks yeah. have a tab that go over that, and it it won't allow them to pop out. Oh. Huh. That's interesting, but that's a good idea. It worked. <laughs> it got me thinking. <laughs> if your um, ear things don't press down um, as hard as you want, what I did is I found these on Amazon right here. And these right here, all you have to do is take off your old ones and these yep. and, and uh, put these things on. And let me tell you, um, these work amazing and then all you have to do is get the 3m uh gel to replace it unbelievable huh so that's you, hey sean that's, i just ordered two sets of those last night yeah yeah these these are it right here yeah, you can see. i ordered them last you're, night you're getting it just for the black part right the the connection right no, no, i'm building a whole new set so john martin with wind pirate i was talking with him last night and I've been telling him the problems we've been having with the comms. And I have I have two brand new Baofeng radios uh, with some new cords and stuff that I'm, I'm going to try to hook up for me and Amy. Right. But uh, he turned me on. Y'all have all heard of the most probably most expensive helmet out there, the Envolos, right? Uh -huh. Well, the Bluetooth thing that they use, he has an Envolo and he lost the charging cord to it. So I guess it takes some kind of special charging cord. So he was looking for it online. And he came across the Bluetooth part that Involo uses and the real manufacturer for it. And I will tell you exactly how much that costs because I ordered two of those as well. And he said they are amazing. The Involo is so, a motorcycle helmet, isn't it? 
No, they have a paramotor helmet that is super expensive. It's like nine. It's like nine hundred dollars. Huh. Yeah, you have to look them up, Will. They're pretty nice helmets. There was one motorcycle helmet I was looking at, and had the had like the Bluetooth. Everything was kind of in the helmet itself. Um, so these, if you want to look them up, they're called Freed, F-R-E-E-D, Con, C-O-N-N, on Amazon, Freed, Con, and they're, there's two, they're uh, 56 bucks a piece. Freed, Con. Now, if you look at that, and then you pull up an Involo, helmet you'll see that the communication thing is the device is exactly the same thing really huh. what's cool about the package that we got is it comes with the ear pads that go inside the pelter cups it comes with a boom mic but it also comes with a soft mic so earlier when you guys were talking about having the masks on and not being able to hear the mic very clear this is where you could switch the boom mic out and plug in the soft mic and put it up under your mask hey i got a question for you what if i just needed a boom mic that i could connect to like my helmet or my my earmuff and uh not actually have like a microphone on i just want the boom i want to put my own microphone on that has anybody found just a boom never looked for it if you, if you guys out there in the chat or anybody that's listening to this, please email me at ppggrandpa at gmail.com and let me know if you know where you can get just a boom that you can to attach to your earmuff and doesn't need, I mean, I don't need a microphone. I got my own microphone. I just want the boom part. Are you just boom. talking about the arm? Just the arm. Yeah, just the arm. Do you know where I can find just the, I never even heard of it, just the arm, but yeah, that makes sense, an arm. That you can put your own mic on. Yeah. I just need something that can attach. I guess I could 3D print one, but. Yeah, or Eric could. <laughs> Couldn't you just use like a eight gauge wire, copper wire or something like that? I'd never even thought about that. Yeah. How would you connect it to your your helmet or your earmuff you could draw hmm. you know what i'm saying glue if you were if you were going to drill a hole in it you could drill a hole right there in the edge of it and stick it into that uh the van lander said yes you can use a boom mic off amazon and run it to your ear i don't i can't find one on amazon if you find one on amazon put the link in the super chat for me anybody And Sean will give you 100 or no. <laughs> I will hey, give you I will give you all my praises right here <laughs> online. I will praise you. Odd Sports has uh, an accessory kit that you can get online through Amazon and you can get the booms, you can get the mics, you can get all their accessories besides <laughs> just the uh, Bluetooth thing. You got to link. Them 
You got a link for it? If you no. can find a link, throw it in the chat. Okay, I'll look. Huh? But yeah, to your point, it's kind of hard to. They're not just popping right up, that's for sure. Hop Butter Steve said, buy a cheap pair of gamer headphones and chop off the boom off that. But once I chop it off, how do I put it back on? And I don't need the actual mic. I need it just to be the arm because I can. I want to put my own mic on it. The one that, that's on the um, the Bose, I want to mount that. Um, Can't you just use a, some like flexible wire, wire or something and make your own kind of? That sounds good. How do I attach it though? I I can't think of how to attach it. Just a small hot glue. Or... What's that? Hot glue. Hot glue. Yeah, like glue sticks with the glue gun. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of something pretty. I really just don't <laughs> want a big glop of glue and some some <laughs> copper wire hanging out. I mean, okay, okay, duct tape. There we go. <laughs> Well, I actually, duct tape. yeah, duct tape or um or Velcro. I mean Velcro. I mean that that's our whole uh, paramount, right? Duct tape and. Here, look at this. I got. I cover everything with money. Let's see. There's a dime. And there's a loony because I'm just a little loony. That's a loony. I still got a loony and a toonie. <laughs> there you go. You can put a toonie over it. I got a toonie. I never even thought about that. It's hey. cheaper than a nickel, or cheaper than a. For for people that don't know about loonies and toonies, can you tell them real quick what a loony and toonie is? Oh boy, yeah, a okay. loony is one dollar, and is it focused? Oh, so much. There's a loony, a loony. There, it's got a loon on it, and that's why it's called a loony. Uh huh. And a toonie is called a toonie just because it's two dollars. This is one dollar. All right, now you guys know even more about Canada money. Those don't those don't smell like maple. No, uh, Sean, is this what you're talking about? You just want like this part right here. Yeah, let's see. Go ahead and click that so I can see what it looks like. Still has a mic on it. Yeah, but I mean, you that's know. okay. But how do you connect it to the? Uh, how do you connect it to the helmet? Is there some of them come with like a little platform that it's it's. I see that, that goes, see that goes into your ear. Yeah. Yeah. Then the the cuff would go down on top of it and be smashed where the uh, gel is. So I want something that connects the boom to the outside of the earmuff. Right. See what I'm saying? Well, you're a tough put, customer, man. I'm telling you. In the chat. I put a link in the chat to the to the motorcycle Bluetooth. All right. And it's I, I see it. Hey, Van Lander said that he has an Involo helmet and he uses that. And I'm just curious of how well it works. And is it the paramotor one that he uses? So this is what he just put in the uh, chat. So, yeah, so 
that middle one is the one that is the boom. You can see at the bottom there, that circle, that's what attaches to your helmet. So is that like Velcro or sticky or something like 3M? Yeah, it's uh, Velcro. There's a Velcro tab. So $45 so for me just to use that without even using the, the microphone. Okay, here's the thing. What are they calling that piece? And then you can do a search on that. Yeah, what are they calling this piece? The boom. I hear animal products, but. <laughs> they can hear you all the way in here. They well, there's, 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 look, there's 25 bucks. I mean, there's a couple of good options there. I, I guess I could use. I guess I could use some sort of copper and then find a loonier toonie and then use that to Velcro or to 3M it to it. Not a big glob of goop, but yeah, I like that loonie toonie idea. That that's pretty awesome. I got a I got a Marine Corps coin. So maybe I can use my Marine Corps coin. Yeah, that would be cool. No, I'm not gonna use my Marine Corps coin. <laughs> lose that I, I don't want to lose that. That's that's pretty darn special. I think my grandpa had that in uh, World War II. He was a Marine also. Lots of Marines in the family. I use that. So nobody else has any boom ideas. I, I guess I guess I'm gonna have to fabricate one because I can't find them. I guess it, you know what? That's what I need to do. I need to fabricate them and put them out there so anybody that wants to uh that needs a boom they can get one that's what i'll do i'll fabricate them myself unless somebody else knows where they are Your my idea was about the 3d printing i mean then you can make exactly what you want how yeah. flexible would that be though i don't know I'm, I'm sure that there's different types of uh stuff um i guess the different material I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Bad. But I do I didn't I didn't even think about the uh the copper that would work. Oh, I know. Use the copper and then put some of that uh, shrink wrap over it. Shrink wrap it. That looks pretty, right? I mean, that looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then some sort of round piece that I can on one side drill a little piece, right? So it'd fit flush on that side and then glue it right there yeah it's pretty okay yeah i might try that i'll figure something out i like that looney tuning idea that's pretty smart i have done more rigging and trying to come up with custom little ideas in this sport than i hit in any other time in my life you know just trying to make things just perfect yeah i second that it's crazy the ingenuity that you you need to come up with huh engine nudity i like that nudity engine nudity maple flavored engine nudity <laughs> that's just loony <laughs> they call it syrup but we know what it is yeah Guys, it's almost nine o'clock. We've been on here for almost two hours. What did we talk about today? Anything important? Anything special? 
I mean, what am I going to name this uh, this podcast? Um, Engine nudity or something? Ingenuity, that would work. Engine nudity. Hey, I know some. some That'd get a lot of hits. I know some cool ingenuity that has taken place. Yeah, tell us about it. How about some lighted prop ingenuity? Oh yeah. Do you you have one that you can uh, show us the secret so we can make it ourselves? If one of you guys has screen share, since I'm on my phone or on Amy's phone, if you could pull up my Facebook page and just scroll down and you'll see a video of it this weekend and you could screen share that. I took some pictures and some uh, screen or some video there. Why Why are you not friends with me? I don't understand this. I am. Let me see here. What? Just kidding. He's full of it. He's full of it. I'm still, I'm still getting to it. I'm looking at uh, here. All right. So Black Friday starts in four days. Yeah. So we do have Black Friday coming in. We've got a. I have a very, very hard to get. And then when I say hard to get, I've been waiting almost three months for this engine. I have a orange Viterazzi factory art in my possession. Is it an engine nudity? It is. It's very nice. Yeah. Can you full screen that? Trying to. Let me turn off the volume. Look at that. That's freaking wild. Dude, this one, Will, this is way better than the one we had at Moonshiners. Yeah. This this thing is awesome. And if you if you start the video at the very beginning, you can you can see the uh, front tip lights. And Will, this will answer your question about how much room there is to do anything else on the prop on the front. Okay. For those of you that are listening to this, please go to clearproptv.com and check this out. Go over to pariswagusa.com and check it out. Pretty awesome. So that's just the tip. There you go. You still have a lot of room for more LEDs. Yeah. Yeah, you could do both sides. Boy, that's hypnotizing. It is. Hey, I love how the front is just that nice circle. So picture a design going out on it and just going to the tip every so often because right the frame rate, you can't hardly see it, but right when he gets to the side of me, it's blinking. You see it blinking? I see it. So you could, if you speed up the the design that you've picked or the formation, it'll blink on the front. So my theory is that it'll work kind of like a strobe, a giant round strobe, strobe light on the front. Yeah, if they don't see you freaking coming with that on, <laughs> they're, they're like. Oh, somebody, somebody put on the post. I there was two two things that I really liked. One guy, a few people like, oh, I can see it now. There's going to be a lot of UFO sightings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is. And the other was, uh, this definitely qualifies for the three mile FAA sort of, uh, uh, qualification for strobe lights. Or aircraft. Yeah, yeah. Two, two pilots flying together. It looked like just like two eyeballs in the sky. Oh, no, right? <laughs> oh, and, and then do smoke behind it, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And that would light the smoke up for how far? Holy crow. That'd be cool. Oh, I wonder if the smoke would change colors because it was reflecting off of that. For sure. Yeah, really, because look at the ground. Look at the sand. 
it those things are super yeah. bright and i don't even think i had them turned up all the way see the ground behind me yeah it looks like a 125 prop right yes it is on that i think yeah, they're they're not, those, those, those lights are not all the way out to the tip i mean they're probably about two or three inches in how much do those props weigh Oh, I don't know. With, don't, with with the LED on them, I mean, I don't think the LED strips are that heavy. No, but you got epoxy. You got some more carbon fiber that has been added for structure structure stability. Um, and you're that's also about, removing carbon, right? To you're removing the out. you're removing some, but you got to add more back in for stability and to stabilize the the LEDs. And then also, if the if the carb if the weight is more in the center, it will spool up faster. Correct. And that hence is why all the controls and everything are in the center hub. So that you had so to cool. so you had to create this hub yourself. All the electronics, the LEDs, and all that stuff, right? And then so the electronics isn't really created. We've been toying with a lot of different um, LED controllers. Uh, I've got a couple that I just ordered that I'm going to toy with. They actually give you a whole lot of uh, ability to go in there and manipulate what you can do with the lighting. I mean, I'm talking a lot. If you want to sit down and take some time and really get into it, you could really make some lights, do some weird stuff. You know what I mean? Could you make it say things too? Like those, um, those uh, fans that spin that tell the time and say different things. Could you do the same thing with that? So, 10 years ago, believe it or not, Nirvana Paramotors tried this concept. They contacted a guy that had done some helicopter blades for uh, RC World because um, they was doing some night blades where we could fly RC helicopters at night. But they were just solid colors, and they wanted to take it a step further. And they did accomplish it, but it wasn't very – it was kind of um, – it, was, it, was, it, it wasn't as digital, and it was more analog-looking and – it wasn't very controllable and they could only do one color. So I actually got a hold of this guy because he was making some awesome blades for helicopters where they could do graphics and pictures and words and all kinds of stuff. And I actually reached out to him and I'm actually in talks with him right now. And he's trying to work on that. He's working with us on that to get that to work because the difference is, is the helicopter blades spin at a different RPM right than now. Paramount. Mike and Tina Turner review, and they are wonderful. So let's have a look. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did you get hacked? I got hacked. <laughs> Did you really? No, I I didn't turn off um, um, Mark's thing, and something else popped up after that. Okay. Yeah, we're in, 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 in short, yes, we are working toward being able to do the graphics. Signage. We, we were hoping we were actually working on our own code or not me personally, because I'm definitely not smart enough to do that. But we have a guy that we've been working with that was working on code because we sell HE engines and we were hoping at EFD we would have the prop ready and have it say HE engines in the prop. But we we just couldn't get it right. It was the resolution wasn't right. And the road, it, it was tough. And here's the thing you got to remember. 
when you're programming in graphics and everything, you have to program each individual LED to hit at a different rotation in the prop, right? It, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Is there a time frame? So on the graphics, no. On the lighted props, hopefully by the end of February. Right on. They'll be available for sale. Is that what you're saying? Or we'll have some available. Yes. Those are going to go quick, just like your uh, throttles went pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not my throttles, they're off grid throttles. <laughs> yeah, the throttles that you're selling. They, now, they... I don't know how, did any have, have, I don't know how many of you guys were at uh, EFD, uh, but. Chris Wheeler, y'all all know him, Mr. My Dog is Choking, right? Uh, he has met up with a guy that had invented a new throttle. It's called the Throggle. And if you go to our web, uh, I don't know if we have them on our website yet. No, we don't have them on our website yet. Um, but uh, you can go to vikingparamotor, I think, dot com is the, uh, is the spot. Uh <clears throat> and see those throttles they're a different concept on the throttle i don't i haven't used one yet but chris swears on it and from what i understand the europeans are going nuts over this thing and they're ordering like crazy and we've got instructors starting to pick them up so and what are they I, called where do we go they're called the throttle jade is actually waiting on one as we speak we've ordered a cut how her. do you spell that i can't understand t8 just like throttle except for use GG instead of TT. Oh, throggle. Okay. Here's about your dinner and the chopsticks. Everybody's asking. What are they asking? What were they asking? Right there. Hot butter, Steve, SR Tech. <laughs> yeah, I can eat with them, but I don't know about this wet soup here. I'm having trouble. They're rice noodles. Okay. Mm. Throggle. All right. I think I found. I want you to know what I do. I was thinking about grabbing one of those because they're plastic or resin or something. It's not metal. Metal conducts the cold so much. And I was hoping that one of those would would be better. But they're they're very interesting for for the leak. I have not used one yet. I'm not on. Um, I, I want to push the product, but I haven't used it, so I can't testify on it. I'm hoping Jade's going to be able to enlighten us on these things. Is is this it? Is this it on the screen where it hooks onto your brake? It is. Yeah. Interesting. So I've been thinking about flying with one of these, and as I'm flying, I'm thinking of when I bring my arms down and I'm I'm cruising along, and I've got the throttle in my hand. I'm trying to analyze whether I would prefer it way up there or if I would prefer it in my hand so that I can just sit there and play with it as I, as soon as I take off I still my brakes and I weight shift so I don't know if that would be something that I'd want to do personally and if you do want to still your brake you know um, or what if you uh, go um, uh, trims all the way out and you're just using tip stirring you know, I wouldn't want to have my hand on the brake. Can you take it? I mean, is, yes, is this... 
take it off. It has <laughs> so once you put it in, once you put your brake around it, it actually has a little wire thing that comes around and you twist it like that, and that's what adheres it to the brake, right? So if you wanted to take it off, you would twist that off and you would pull it off the brake. Okay, so it doesn't okay. have to be on there all the time. It's just an option. It's just the way it's designed. It's designed to wrap that brake through the side, through the inside of it because it's, it's grooved out for it. Interesting. I'll be honest with you, it feels great in your hand. Yeah, but I, it does. Dude, I, I never let go of my throttle. I never, like, I did one, I have done it one time, and I'll tell you when I did it. I did it at EFD when we did the memorial flight for Michael Holiday. Uh, because, you know, he passed away this year uh, from COVID. We did a memorial flight, and we had over 100 and something pilots in the air at one time. And I was trying to video with that freaking giant phone, and I couldn't hold it with both hands or one hand. So for once in my life, I set my cruise control on my off-grid throttle, and I had my throttle magnet, and I clicked it to my throttle magnet right here, and I let go of the throttle, and I used my phone so I could get some footage of that. But I usually keep my hand on my throttle at all times. I keep my hands on my throttle, but I always still my brakes when I go fly. I usually weight shift. That way I can just kick back and do this number, you know? It's like, oh, it's so beautiful out here. Just kick back. Instead of doing this number, it's like, oh, my arms and shoulders hurt. Dude. Uh, yeah, I, and I'm constantly adjusting my throttle. I don't, I don't know why, but I can't get it to just be set perfectly yet. So that I can cruise for like 20 or 30 minutes without adjusting. What throttle are you using, Jim? I'm using a, an older Kangook throttle. You need to try grid throttle. Yeah. Because this one is really thing, touchy too. I, the it's, full one about the off-grid throttle is it's got a dial on it. If you look at their website, and we, yeah, can, we, we have them on our website, it has that dial. You can set that cruise control and let off of it, and you can sit there. I did it yesterday when I was flying, yesterday morning, and I just fine-tuned my throttle to where I had my cruising speed, where I was keeping altitude. Oh, so and you can adjust it on the fly. That's what I really like about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that it's, it's very nice. You can fine-tune it, man. Just turn the dial out wherever you need it. What it's about not these what about the throttles? Can you do that too? Like, I, no, the I, throttle. I haven't seen is a good explanation of it. So the throttle is using a compression. So you have your thumb, and you can actually get your cruise where you want it, and then you can push down. Uh, I don't, you're supposed to be able to do it with one hand. It's got a compression. I don't know if y'all have ever used the Vortex Aero throttles that have the cruise on them, but it uses compression basically, where the pivot point is on the hand on the lever it compresses at you. So you're turning another screw thing or a knob and it compresses that and keeps the throttle hold held. So this is the same concept. It has another lever up above your throttle, your thumb throttle. Now the cool thing about it is you, it's got, it's got one of those spring loaded uh, sets on it. So you can pull it out and turn that setting for the uh, cruise control to where you can really tighten it down to where you're, where you have it set, but you can't, you can't adjust it. You can't fine tune it like you can on that off grid throttle. Okay. Hmm. And the one thing that I've had happen on, I haven't used this one, so I can't speak on it, but the vortex I did use, I tightened that thing down as hard as I could 
and I'm flying one day with my cruise and I'm just cruising and all of a sudden it gave way and my engine went boom. Well, we all know what happens when that happens. So I don't, I didn't like it. Yeah. That's kind of like mine. It, it loosens off it. I don't know when it's, and also it's only designed for a left-handed person. So, or I guess a right-handed person because it's designed for the left hand and I'm left-handed and I've been using it right-handed the whole time. So it's just a pain in the butt all the, around. The, the off grid, that dial sticks out on both sides. It has a little window that has a marker on it. So you can see where your, your throttle is set. So it's ambidextric. You can use it left or right. Cool. You know, I really wish I could get like a whole bunch of these throttles and spend a weekend trying them all out. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand it. It's, it's overwhelming. I, I, I just, I, and I'm not the only one. I was talking to a fellow here just the other day. He's, or this morning, actually, he was telling me this exact same thing. I'd love to get like six of these throttles, try them all and just choose. But it's logistically a nightmare. Direct into the website. What's that? I told Mark to direct him to the website so he could order them all. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my girl right there. There you yeah, go. And then, right. and Jim, after you try them all out, you can you know send them to me so I can try them all out. I think that'll work out great. Hi. There Christmas. you go. Everybody pitch you. <clears throat> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I told him when he at, when he said we should do that, I said, well, they're all around two hundred dollars US a piece. <laughs> he was like Holy crap. Then we add all the taxes and the duties on top and the shipping. It starts to become a little bit crazy. Yep. Duties are bad. But well, if how, I about, guess how, about we, how about we break the throttle down in pieces? I'll take it apart and we'll send you a little bit of piece at a time in an envelope with a letter. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Just one piece at a time, and we'll just keep it. You know, it'll, it'll just be between us. You know, when we get to the cabling, we'll just roll it up, you know, real tight and, you know, kind of interloop itself. We can figure this out. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll check with a few of my other friends up here and see if they, they like the idea we can make it work. <laughs> no, man, seriously, I think. If you was to try that throttle, I think you would really, really like it. So, Jim, come on down and uh, try out these different throttles. Um, it's after 9 o'clock. I see Jade <laughs> falling asleep. Um, um, I had to stand up so I can shake blood in, into my body and stuff. I've been sitting down too long. Uh, anybody else have anything that they want to say before we head on out? I mean, this has been a really great podcast. I I was only expecting about an hour, and here we are way after two hours. So, um, wow. Um, hey, have a great Thanksgiving. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. What are you doing? Just showing them how healthy you eat. Oh. This is how she stays so beautiful. Wasn't she just eating uh, chips a little while ago? Do what? Was she just eating chips a while ago? <laughs> You're just eating chips a little while ago. Well, 
He has a I couple. Said, I tried. What I did tried. you buy? He bought these, and I've like, never like. They're hot as crap. And I don't really buy hot stuff, so I thought, okay, let's take another couple of bites and see if they're any good or not. They work great. So hence, I have my salad. So just just for uh, before we take off, because we're fixing to get off here too. Um, the best part of this show for me tonight was when Will showed his video. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little clip. And Will little clip. and Will, when you go back and watch it, you'll understand why we say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. That's great. Like that's great. The first five words you say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, love you, buddy. Hey, right, it's been a great. I've had a great time tonight. I just love getting together and talking to motors and hanging out with my buds and budettes. Buds and budettes. <laughs> Is that a hey, new? Man, one? All have a great Thanksgiving. We're gonna get yeah. off here and. Uh, I, I wish all of y'all could come to Kyle's para party because it's phenomenal. I promise you it's unforgettable. So uh, if next year y'all need to remember, if you can, day after Thanksgiving, Kyle O'Glee's in uh, Spring Hill, Louisiana. Yeah, awesome. If, ever, if some of y'all could show up. Have fun, man. All right. Y'all have a good one. Peace okay. out. Good night. Good night. Here, go ahead. Good night, everyone. Here, okay. Bye, Jay. Hey, we'll get you that. It's on order. Awesome. Can't wait. Bye. Yep. Bye -bye. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thanksgiving. Night. All righty. So is everyone done with everything they want to say and everybody's good for tonight? Yeah. You betcha. So. I got two pot pies in the microwave. I'm going to chat. Oh, man. <laughs> You're on the cook of the cook. <laughs> Dang, dude. You're going to be that? exhausted. Who's hey, Linda, that? look what I is. Oh, you can't see it. There what is go. it? Popeye? No, not a Popeye. Popeye? Who's, who's, who's doing a show tomorrow? Popcorn. Popcorn? Is it going to be Jay or Eric tomorrow? This is my favorite. You are. Oh, yeah, Jay. I mean, Eric tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jade, I mean Eric, I mean somebody. So, so who's uh, who's um, whose side is it going to be on? Are we going to go to ppglear.com? Is that how we find it? Or yes, I think tomorrow is PPG Lear. Okay, PPG Lear tomorrow. Um, all right, and then Wednesday is fairmotorgirl.com. Right. Okay. Right on. And no Thursday night because it's Thursday. Um, anybody else have anything they want to say before we head on out? I love you Happy guys. It was a fun show tonight. Had a blast. Yes, it was really nice show. I, I thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope everybody has a wonderful week. We'll see everybody right. tomorrow at ppglear.com. Um, and then the following, the first week of December, then it's going to be ppgshane.com. Yes, first Tuesday every month. All right. All right, guys. Well, it's good to meet. Love y'all. Have a happy uh, Thanksgiving, and we'll see you tomorrow at ppglear.com. Good night, Nighty night. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you coming on.